that's where we're going. Back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa G's House. I think it's episode 97. Welcome. If you're new, thank you for joining for the first time. My name is Gareth. I'm the host of the show. Uh, we take you through weird and wonderful things and talk about all things far and wide, including metal, sports, and all that in between. If you are returning, thank you so much for tuning back into Papa G's House. We really appreciate the support. And with that, if you're all here, thank you so much for joining. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel um, and check out everything else at Papa G's House. And if you want to email us anything you want, we'll check it out at PapaGHouse at gmail.com. Papa G house at gmail.com. Just remember, there's no S in the middle. Some a-hole out there has Papa G's house, but no offense to the guy. He's probably a, a, a great guy if he goes by the name Papa G. Um, even though I don't really like to go by that name anymore, but uh, we'll discuss that uh, at, at a later stage in, in, in Papa G's house tenure. But uh, it's great to be back once again. It's It's been such a crazy busy fun week i mean i'm i'm full of um positivity pos uh, full of like i'm full of beans baby it's, it's it feels good to ride it out on a thursday with all with all of you um you know things things are looking up things are looking up for sure and uh you know let me let me bring in the man that used to be in the chat the man who is now on the decks art pereira i want to bring i want to bring you in for this bro yo what's up what's up um so it's it's so crazy i feel like we i've had such a, a productive week but maybe that's because we have already uh done our first interview pre-recorded ready to go next week to ready to go up live next week that it, it feels cool to to come and be able to chat about our previous episode uh today live yeah no it, it's rad it, it's uh I think it's uh, going to be cool for the channel and for whoever we're speaking to that now there's going to be a focused video just on the interview and now people get up to, at the moment, two videos a week. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we'll fit as many in as we can yeah. and obviously uh, um, schedule permitting and stuff, but it, it was really cool to start the week with an interview, not worry about anything else, just have a good chat about what we wanted to chat about and then that can be cleaned up and uh, put out for the listeners so next week look out for our conversation with uh luke edwards and jesse kuhn of dream demon obviously yeah. of like <laughs> like i introduced of dream demon but as time divides and uh treehouse burning and all that kind of jazz as well but <laughs> you got confused at a couple of points yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but i even i even threw in a truth and its burden at one stage remember <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then uh yeah we started talking about drums and stuff and then art couldn't help himself but play paradiddles while the interview was going on, which was highly distracting to Luke. He couldn't help but like, hey, art is playing It was a chillax chat, dude. Yeah, awesome. exactly. No, for sure. I mean, listen, you know, also when, you know, I never go live and finish the show going, hmm, 
I wonder if I said something stupid, but I definitely said something stupid in that episode. So it's going to be interesting to, to, you know, go through the editing process. Not like we used to with live where we just go, bing. it's almost like I have, uh, less, um, you need I don't know, regret filter. if I'm, if I'm doing it live, because it's like, Hey, it's live. <laughs> yeah. Like you need a, you need a, a strong personal filter when you're live and you, and you don't need a filter when it's pre-recorded. That's the bonus. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I can always, uh, overlay, I don't know, <laughs> like a sheep going over you if you said something. Yeah. But anyway, it's been a flipping great week just to have started the week like that. So everybody look forward to that. It's going to drop early next week. I'm not sure. Monday, Tuesday. We'll, we'll definitely let you know beforehand at Papa Jesus, everybody. Uh, it's on your screen, all the handles. And um, if you obviously want to contact us once again, it's papagehouse at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and other news, dude. Basically, what that did for me is I felt so amped up after Tuesday. I woke up Wednesday. I was like, oh, you know, interview in the bag. That was fun um really easy in the way we did it as well mm-hmm. um you know less technical difficulties and and all that so just a, a breeze also yeah. you know what's nice bro for the first time i think it's rad in terms of pre-recorded is also to have you there as a you know solidarity and someone to chime in uh, from time to time to kind of take the take the pressure off one shoulder because We'll get into this just in a bit where I recorded a podcast with a friend of mine who asked me to to be on his um, last night. Nice. And it's interesting to be on the ship instead of driving the ship. And how did it go for you? Was it rad? Okay, well, look, if we're going to, we'll, okay. So basically we were 50 to 55 minutes into such an epic show. Like we were on, on, on his platform obviously uh pre-recorded between the two of us video call and um 55 minutes or 45 i can't remember it was long we we chatted for a long time and he went dude i'm so sorry i didn't press record (laughs) (laughs) so we had a full (laughs) podcast uh that that was not recorded so we're gonna come back to that uh next week he's asked me to go back and he's he was highly apologetic, but you know, that is what it is. Sometimes you just make those mistakes. So Dude, that's so funny is. because uh, that happened, I think, once or twice with Kevin when we were doing our movie reviews. <laughs> it's like the one time I just bought the microphone, my uh, video mic, and I didn't turn it on. But luckily we had like my other cell phone shooting kevin so i had to pull the audio from that so i managed to salvage it but the other one that uh, when we started the batteries of both died and then he went home and then i went to go edit there was nothing there to call him back and we had to do it again yeah no no and i mean listen and also at that stage it was like it's time to cook some food i hadn't uh, eaten in a while and i was like well bro, i can't do this again i mean that was you know when you're like that was pretty good but i don't think i could replicate it no that um, that was so basically a, like just a, a um a, a private phone call that you did pretending people were listening <laughs> yeah i mean i gave it a uh, i said i said let's give it a week and uh yeah. we can do it again but listen no hate 
um at all it was it's just one of those things listen i i've never failed to press record before i don't think and if i had um i'm i would have been using multiple cameras just to <laughs> um ensure that that wouldn't happen but well then anyway, I, it was I super think for fun that, dude i think for that stuff up i think it deserves something yeah oh shit oh, oh yes shit. drink 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 <laughs> Well, cheers that. to that. I'm not going to name and shame, obviously. No, um, no, no. It's uh, it it was, it was just so. It was actually such a rad podcast. We had such a cool time. So I'm looking forward to doing it, doing it again. When we have recorded the next one and it's going to go live, I'll definitely promote it, um, and all that shit. Mm. But um, yeah, dude, it's it's been such a cool week. I just feel like it's it's things are dawning. Two weeks time, I'm getting my second uh, dose of the vaccine. Um, it just seems like exciting times and I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. It's going to be the second jab <clears throat> and then, uh, what, two weeks after that. And then we're done. Uh, I know Deadbeats are going to be playing a, a show in Durbanville on the 25th of September. Mm -hmm. But that place's uh, capacity under these restrictions is 75 people. 20% goes to the sound engineer and I think another 10% goes to the venue or something. So if we don't fill it up, it won't make any money. And if we do, it'll make like petrol money, but it's, yeah, I mean, soul, soul band, two or three sets. Otherwise you want that venue. I can't remember the name of the venue. But otherwise he was like, yeah, two or three bands. And then we said, like, dude, we could play two or three sets. He goes, okay, cool. Then you guys can do it on yourself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's cool. Listen, if you're going to do it, you must do it. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, as long as you, as everybody follows the correct guidelines and stuff. Because um, recently the gig that I was about to play on the, on the 4th of September has sadly been uh, cancelled. Mm -hmm. it's postponed postponed i don't know if it's cancelled or postponed but it, it's definitely not happening on the 4th of uh, september um and for good reason i suppose things are looking good at the moment um lots of people are amped to go and get their vaccines the numbers are down it seems to be hitting a plateau that actually the western cape is <laughs> is the um trouble child is the trouble child yeah but you know i guess, I guess things will eventually come right here and Bob's your, Bob's your auntie. Hopefully we have a, a rad summer because I'm looking forward to from the first week of September, baby. No more lockdown additions for Papa G's house, baby. We're going to yeah. be rocking and rolling. So I'm excited. It's um, going to be cool. I mean, shit, like when I when I go back for mine, that's the day that they open, f open it for the under 35s. Yeah. So I'll have to first go super yeah. oily in the morning or I'm going to be staying in queue for like a month. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But anyway, we 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 don't want to let these beers get too 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 warm, brother. Ooh, um, yeah. So this is a little segment we like to call Beer of the Week. No. All right. So it was my turn to choose this week. Yes. Um, what did we drink last week? We drank the Dragon Ginger, right? Yeah, the double double, the double dragon. dragon. Yeah. I I'm, I wasn't too impressed i mean i gave it a four i wasn't overly impressed with with the carbonation that i'm used to with a fiery dragon so we also mm -hmm. need to get the fiery dragon on yeah we can but do that. 
but as you know art the my uh the reason why i choose things i look at the labeling and i say hey is it attractive to me does it make me uh take a second look and this did so i looked at the drifter it just said drift on top and then i just saw this chick smoking a cigarette in a bikini with a sailor tattoo Mm -hmm. And it said Cape Town Blonde, she's too good for you. And <laughs> literally, that is a motto for all Cape, all Cape Town women. <laughs> They're all too good for you. Um, yeah, and no, I just, yeah. I, I just, I mean, listen, I'm just joking. Obviously, I mean, everybody needs no, no, to I know, know you're joking. humor by now. I know you're joking, but uh, I know a few blondes that um, the only recommendation I would give is run away. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also what I've realized with the lighting that I've been provided with in this uh, lovely studio of mine is that you probably have to turn it upside down for a second. Oh, why? Has it got some schmutz in it, there? Yeah, I saw I saw at the bottom. So there's obviously some, some sort ah. of rest, resting situation that's happened. But don't do it too, too vigorously because we've got to open it still. Okay, I'm going to open mine. Okay. Okay. Just... Shit, this this actually might. <laughs> You're smart, Alec. Okay. Yay, All right, so fine. so before I take a sip, <clears throat> it says the Cape Town blonde may appear smirky, but she is actually the life of the party. She will get you on the dance floor and keep you there until the sun comes up. Just remember, she's too good for you. Did it say smoky? smirky oh because i it smells smoky okay hmm hmm talking about fizz is like it's the same as the last one i wonder if it's because yeah but i don't mind that with the, with with this like you gotta you can't connect like ginger with this but yeah. um it's smooth this is like a pale ale kind of vibe well, i assumed that it would be something like a honey blonde when it was cape town blonde because i assumed that they were still mm. talking about the beer yeah she's murky smirky not bad not bad it's nice not and bad rich and full yeah, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I guess I haven't had one in so long that I like just the whole taste, the bottle, the label, labeling, and all that kind of stuff reminds me of a singer beer. Mm. Yeah. Do you know singer beer, the Thai beer? Yes. Uh, there was um, Thai World in Kenilworth that was here for the longest time. They had singer beer. Remember that? Did you ever go to Thai World when they were opening? Bro. Of My, course you did. When it comes to Thai beer, you know, you know, when when they say in hip hop, ain't nothing but a thing. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing but a chang. Mm. Chang beer is that's the hardest. It's like the black label of Thailand. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, we stank of it for a whole month because you we walking along the streets, getting our massages, no happy endings getting our massages, doing the whole bang shoot. And 
walking into a 7-Eleven and just grabbing a quart of Chang. Big Changs. Big Changs in your mouth. Big Changs. Big <clears throat> Changs. I mean, I even shared, I mean, once again, art not on social media, I wouldn't have seen it, but I posted a photo of myself in Thailand with a Kate Moss giving the camera uh, uh, the finger. I keep ah. on doing this. But, uh, oh, jeez, I'm burping so much from this beer, dude. <laughs> this is like what fermenting. What is going on? Does it ferment in your stomach um, after you've ingested it? Yeah, it Jeez. seems like it. It's like it's making it fizzier after you've <laughs> drinked it. Drinked it. After you've drunk it. Okay. It, 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 it's almost like the carbonation happens after you drink it. Yeah. That, that's a, I don't know if that's a cool or a good or a bad yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. Is that a positive thing? I don't know. Not sure. But Chips anyway, it tastes great i like it i like the taste of it it tastes I like a easily, pale ale to me I, I listen or a honey don't come with the ales the lagers blah 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 i don't know the difference between them all the ipa yeah i, that, I mean I, I as far as i know that's a blonde ale yeah uh, yeah that's uh, definitely yeah, what it is ale. yeah definitely what it is but it's great i i would Listen, I wouldn't go out my way to go, I'm going to go buy a drifter right now. No. Um, but it was if it was put in front of me, I'll drink it for sure. I don't know if I'll be able to have two, though. Easy game. Well, how, have you got a choice? If you've, well, if you've got six of these and you've got two of these, what are you going to do? Well, firstly, what's the, what's the alcohol volume in this thing? Does it say? No, uh, it has five percent. Five percent. Five percent. Okay. Water seventy-four percent. Malt malted barley twenty-four percent. Hops one percent. Yeast one percent. Alcohol five percent. All natural beer. Alcohol uh, abuse uh, is dangerous to your health. Uh, Don't drink and drive. Okay. okay I'm, well, I'm, one out of two. Yeah, uh, I'm. Um, I'm giving this a, a three out of five on the my cubic scale. Um. I, on the my cubic scale, it's average. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that's there's nothing that's uh, knocking my pants off. Feels like it makes more bubbles after you've after, drunk it. Yeah. It's weird. Eh? Have, I mean, it's. I mean, feels quite heavy. You you get that same effect, right? Mm. Like I mentioned it, and you're like, "Yes, <laughs> you yeah. burped all that off." <laughs> I was, I was, I was faulted building. It was not cool. Is that a Papa G's house exclusive? We've discovered science. We've discovered science. Richie Papa G exclusive. Papa G's house exclusive is that Drifter, the Cape Town blonde, um, gives you more COT, CO2 after you drink it than before you drink it. Yeah. Post intestinal fermentage. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, at least it's going up and not down, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, post, post, uh, stomachus fermentages. Oh, jeez. All right. Now we get super scientific out, uh, right yeah. here. Um, okay, yeah. So that's a solid six out of 10. Yeah. Look, not a bad score, not a bad beer. Wouldn't, wouldn't choose it to, at a bottle store 
you know, against my, my go-tos, but great beer. Yeah, I've got my go-tos, I would, and they're like, you know, a draft or a lager. I would still go for those over this. But if this was at a bar and it was given away, I would like have one. I think, Listen, I think this is a one for me, one beer to, for me. Yeah, to be honest with you, as soon as I see stuff floating at the bottom of a of a bottle, I'm, I'm, that's one point gone already. Yeah, yeah, I but just, the, I don't dig that shit. If if it's if it's like, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, crafty, the more handmade, the more of that shit you'll have. There's less filtration, there's less treatment, there's all that kind of stuff. I would think Mike would be able to tell us. Yeah. But um, yeah. I would almost expect, like, the more handmade, the more shit will be inside it. Yeah. Speaking of Mike, he actually messaged me the other day to say, um, dude, I've just finished bottling my latest uh, brew. I would love to have you test it out on your beer of the week. Sweet. So I said to him, absolutely, A, and then B, let's double down on that and let's talk about the process of making that brew in a in an interview yes let's go baby let's Down do it with that. i mean that's gonna be fun um speaking of interviews dude i mean it's been an interesting week you know when when you feel motivated now i've been known to be a little bit complacent uh i've known to be uh, uh, a procrastinator blah blah Me blah too. But yeah. when when it gets to crunch time and we do something and I feel like productive, I will be my mind will be focused, solely focused on what's next, right? So I got on. There's that blonde <laughs> killing me again. Yes, it's dude. Um, so I was focused on like what my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna finish this so I can get back to my cider. Uh, oh god, <laughs> I'm scared to finish it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 quite a quite fuzzy. Um, but anyway, so I was super focused, and I was I was like, there's so much shit that I consume on a weekly basis in terms of podcasting and broadcasting and all that kind of stuff and you know with this the internet these days yeah and what you're capable of of and who's at a literally a pressing of a thumb away if they read it of course so i shot my shot and messaged someone who i thought i could relate to right and he's the producer of Ga one of the producers for Gas Digital Network um, that was founded by Luis J. Gomez, uh, the comedian. Yeah. And um, they're a podcast network and they host the Jamie Justice show. I mean, they produce the Jamie Justice show. They produce uh, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping. And the common denominator is there is like this dude, you know, at the minute I was like, I know, I know I can connect this with, with, with this guy because he just looked like a, a metal dude. Mm -hmm. He just, he had, he's got long, uh, long hair. He, you just, he just, you can see that he is, uh, he's one of me, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So and and I went and I and I researched him and stuff and and you know and he doesn't have a big Instagram or and I was so surprised I mean, he doesn't have a big Instagram or anything like that, but he's rubbing shoulders with all the best people that I choose to focus my time on. Yeah. So I I, I bust him a message. Nice. And and he responded and he's gonna come on the show and we're gonna talk about it all. Nice. Can't wait. It sounds so, like it's going to be yeah. rad. Yeah. His name is Brian McKay. He's a producer at Gash Digital Network. I mean, he's literally been a part of my my life twice a week for the last five years. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. This conversation is going to be interesting personified because I have so many questions and so many things to say. And, uh, yeah, it could get very interesting, man. Uh, and then, dude, I'm actually quite keen for that. That's going to be rad. I mean, like someone at that level having a chat, it's going to be awesome. I wonder if you'll get any tips. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the whole thing. I said I've been running a podcast for for three years. And listen, I'm, I'll be honest with, with our viewers um, and our listeners to say that, you know, the growth hasn't been amazing. I mean, we've got a, quite a niche situation where we haven't got the hugest alternative underground scene the music that we dig um we don't uh really have a huge mma community we don't really have a massive um formula one community i mean we 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 following pretty niche sports in 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 a broad sense you know i mean not niche i mean these are multi-million billion dollar industries but not everybody will follow all of those things in one. Yeah, uh, like they'll it, drop off at one point or another. Yeah. For instance, if Papa G house was a pill, it would contain a little bit of everything. Yeah, it'd be one of those multivitamins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and some people just like, oh, I'm not going to take a multivitamin. I'll just take my vitamin C. Multivitamin. Cool. I've got an idea. Okay. All oh, right. Great. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you come up with ideas on the spot, bro. This is where magic happens. Um, but yeah, but do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, to- I, no, that's exactly what's actually happening. So yeah. So I mean, it's... look, I mean, I'm I'm not looking. I mean, a lot of people would say, "Oh no, Gareth, you're just chatting to this guy because you want to have an in," and that's what a lot of people would think. And I messaged him without any sort of preconceived notion or anything. I just want to get to know this guy because maybe down the line we go, we want to go and have a trip to New York. Queen, I think he, he, he resides in Queens, New York and he's got connections in LA and we, we, he's got good, you know, I mean, he's just, he sounds like a, a rad guy and I want to, sp- and I want to connect to them. He digs out my music, the same music I do. He, he produces the Jamie Juster show for, and you know, Jamie Juster, hate breed. Yes. Yeah. So my first, ex- my first exposure to hate breed and Jamie Juster was when he was uh, hosting MTV, the rock and metal show on MTV. What was it? Um, headbangers ball headbangers ball yeah when he was the host of that that's when i first heard of him and then i heard that he was in hate breed yeah listen i mean i was i was an idiot dude back in the day like when i was in matric um 
I had a friend a oh, while. I mean, I'm mean, still good. He's still my friend. We just don't ever see each other because we live in two different provinces. And, you know, yeah. I mean, he, he was a very um, large part of my matric experience. My ma his name was Tag, Tag Solomon. Wow. And uh, we were, we were cool great man. buds. And he had, his, he had this brother, Kent. And we went up to Plettenberg Bay to, to stay with him, you know, just holiday vibes. And they introduced me to hate breed and i remember just being like oh no i don't listen to i mean i don't listen to anything heavier than this you know and it mm. sounded and i'd and that's when i was like wow back in the day i had no idea like they introduced me to hate breed and i didn't even give it the time of day because it's wasn't quite my and i would dude it's embarrassing to think about it because i was so into i was the i was a grunge boy like i was a grunge era boy but then as soon as i got introduced to i don't know what it was i think it was bullet for my valentine or or, or freaking um um a day to remember because a day to remember was like a band that kind of bridged the gap where you can still get a little bit of that fun commercially kind of sound and then you get the double it was the double kick basically double kick pedal Jeez. it that just shows like, the, just shows the difference between yourself and me when when it comes to this getting introduced to music stuff because i remember the when i when i first got introduced to something that i knew that i liked right off the bat was when my brother well, I actually just stole my brother's tape of a band called the Sperm Birds, which is a German punk band. And I just loved how fast and funny it was. You know, it's, it's like proper punk. It was more punk than like no effects and all that stuff. Heard that. And then I heard like the punk stuff in, in Anthrax because like we had like these skating videos. <clears throat> there were like copies of VHS tapes. We had that in Anthrax. And it's like, fuck, I like that. And, and I just... From all of that stuff got brought into all the faster punkier thrash shit and then friends of mine would go like yeah listen to obituary and i'd listen to that and i'd be like ah don't uh it's it's too far out of my league it's it's like you but in a different sense and then they would go like listen to cannibal corpse and i'm like ah, no no now i listen to those bands it's fucking rad but i still love sperm birds you know i still love that shit yeah, it's I exact mean, listen, same story everybody yeah i mean it's everybody has their own story for certain type of music like for instance um yes so what, what was it there was it was some sort of proggy vibe that i didn't really quite get in the beginning but then later on mm -hmm. um i was like wow this shit's amazing i think it was between the buried and me mm -hmm. um really technical stuff oh, and also you know to a lesser extent periphery you know the gent genre they love playing around or around with their time signatures and stuff yeah and, I don't know why it's maybe the, the all the music that I was uh, brought up on and I'm more of a music fan than say a musician. Yeah. Um, I love to play music. I can play music. I can record music and, and all that shit, but I'm more so a fan. And, mm. and if you look at it more so from a fan perspective, it, it can be a lot more fun to say, Hey, what would you want to listen to? Mm. Anyway, I don't even know where we're going with that in terms of that tangent. But at the end of the day, 
music is kef and i'm really enjoying oh i see um wage will release a new song i haven't i haven't actually listened to it i need to check it out who are they oh wow (laughs) (laughs) a band that i've really really enjoyed over the last two years uh specifically when they can i mean no not t- two years when did blueprints come out maybe you can check it out on your side and we can we can bring it up in an, in another episode wage um, war yeah wage war dude they're so sick they 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 got a lot of heat with their single low because it sounded very similar to uh doomsday i think it was from architects but um okay great band like lots of melody so heavy um beautifully produced that's why i'm like you know what i need dude i want to replace this mic and i want to get an sm7b so i can broadcast with it all the time and get a sweet sound but then i'll be able to record vocals and do everything here if you're gonna if you're gonna use it at home for other purposes then you might as well it's worth it if you're just going to get that for something like this, don't waste your money. No, no, no. Of course not. Of so course they, not. But I mean, was, you can use it for so many different things. Yeah. So Blueprints was in 2015. Yeah. Dead so weight. I've been following them since about 2016. It was okay. about a year after Blueprints came out. Uh, and I was like, weight. this band is ridiculous. And they are. Um, and then Pressure in 2019. And then... Uh, EP the fall of kings in 2011 yeah i know i didn't go far that far back i mean but 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 blueprints uh what was that what was the next one with, with dead weight on it dead weight no then there was one after that then pressure as well. Pre- pressure that's the one now you can tell on the third album that they're getting a little bit more of you know they're doing more singing and like sing-alongy songs but that's the natural progression if you look at like a band like parkway drive for mm-hmm. instance they came out with uh don't close your eyes then killing with a smile and then uh horizons and then deep blue and then uh atlas and then aya and then reverence and viva the, the underdogs you can see the progression they're going less technical less ne- technical more sing-along more sing-along more doesn't that happen pun- with everyone punchy. it's like a st- but the, but the thing is because the bigger that the bigger you get you need to tailor your music to a stadium experience yeah because at the end of the day the more fans you get the more fans are going to come to your show the the clearer your sound needs to be because you need to reach more people and 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 more technical and intricate sounds do not necessarily travel that far if they are crowded with other sounds it's simple it's dynamics i see they play with fender stratocasters that's pretty cool yeah but i mean tune to like drop g or something stupid like that uh they got they got uh, super fat strings yeah, they got humbuckers in the. They got no. The I mean, bridge. they they play. Um, what what are those? Uh, bare knuckles. Yeah. they've got the bare knuckle uh, pickups. And the drummer's name. Funny thing, <laughs> the drummer's soon or the drummer's name. The current drummer since twenty thirteen, his name is Stephen Klusner. Oh, Lance Klusner's yeah. brother. Is it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't he... believe you fell for that. Dude. I was like, oh, do you know Lance Klusner? Hey. Yeah, no, yeah, he's gonna clap you for a six, but yes, Lance Klusner, he was my hero, bro. Fucking yeah, bro. I mean, listen, can I tell you something else? Is that 
um, as a fan of, um, okay, I mean, I'm not, not a huge fan of cricket, but as a fan of South African sport, bro, the, the shit that is coming out of, of, of the, that whole, those whole, uh, hearings, um, there's some nastiness coming out of that, bro. I don't want to, I don't want to go into too much detail, okay, but wait, like, wait, wait. okay. I'm, I'm so making a like, note of this. We're going to talk about it during the sports update. Cause I want to know about this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I don't really want to talk too much about it, but you know, you know, you know what I mean? But I so tell me, know. dude, have <laughs> you got anything for me this week? Dude, nothing except that, um, myself and Carolyn, we watched this week. <clears throat> also Netflix show from 2017 called the mist. Okay. Now it's, um, it's an adaptation of a Stephen King novella short story or whatever mm -hmm. and there was a movie in 2007 called the mist that was released which was rad and i highly recommend that you watch it yeah. i would say this tv show give it a skip because it's just like um <clears throat> you see that the, the thing about the mist the movie and the book it's in like a single location okay so for a movie and for a short story, it works. But when you try and spread it out over 10 episodes, you can't have an, you can't have it in one place. So you're going to have to have people in various places. You're going to have to create these threads. And then not only that, what's in the mist that attacks this town, they totally change it for the TV show. So it's like Stephen King, Stephen King's version, like, but 50% of it and the rest of it is just like totally made up and it, and it, it's one of the most um, unsatisfactory closes to us that I've ever seen because nothing in it gets paid off or explained or you don't get satisfaction for people that were in the show that were being dickheads before they get killed. So you go like, ah, no one knows that they were wrong. You know, there was, there was no, it was just, mm, mm. it was just a, a fail of a show i was so upset sounds like dexter season eight or season seven yeah, <laughs> yeah in a way but that last episode was just uh, disastrous for everybody speaking of that dude it's coming back baby it's season nine of dexter yeah but fuck it's on showtime bro i don't have showtime so i'm um i'm now, gonna have to sign up for it at some stage because they also showtime has also got that maybe we should try that free trial vibe and then i'll just send you my coordinates or whatever you call them the, um, i'm sure they've got be that comedy special that thing Showmax. that i want to see i'm sure it'll be on showmax dude no it won't be i mean well i mean it's exclusive to to showtime so i don't think it's gonna go it was always soon. on showtime it was always and then yeah, when that's they... true i mean i suppose who who's got the showtime rights who knows i don't know i reckon but, i reckon it, it it'll be on dstv very soon after it's released because uh, as far as I know, all Showtime shows have been, well, all the big shows on Showtime have been on DSTV before. So I, yeah. don't, I no, think they true. might that's have a true. bit of a, you know, a little bit of a thing going there. Yeah, rights uh, arrangement. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, no, true. No, you're right. You're right there. <laughs> Just forget what I said, dude. Okay. <laughs> but we'll like see. I can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh okay so you got nothing for me that's basically the, the moral of the story <laughs> i got the, the thing i've got for you is 
to not watch a show that I watched. That's what I'm. Yeah, I don't, no, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just I know kidding. it works. It's um, a great one. Okay, so, so what I've got for you then this week is something that was pointed out to me uh, by a mate of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, is and of course, as you know, look at this thing above me. Both of them are basketball related. Um, so basically, the first thing is. I don't want to wait. I don't want to talk about that one first. Um, okay. Well, anyway, so you got the last dance, right? Yes. So the last dance really concentrates on the Bulls. Um, sorry, the Chicago Bulls. Yes, yeah. and but it only concentrates on certain individuals. Yeah. You know your superstars. The, yeah. the, the you know you get your Scottie Pippins, you get your Michael Jordans, and and all that kind of jazz, but then. The whole of the last dance, you, 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 they paint a picture, and they do, don't really focus on other huge landmark things that happened during that, you know, uh, seven-year period, mm-hmm. where Luke Longley is was the starting center for the th- second three-peat, so right up until ninety-eight, ninety-eight, ninety-seven, ninety-six. He was the starting center on that team and contributed a lot. But what a lot of people don't realize is he was the first Australian ever um, to be in the NBA. drafted into the NBA. And he had this massive story and they didn't. It's it's almost like, did they not feature him because he had such an amazing story aside and they wanted to do a separate story? No, they just wanted to focus on the superstars. But that other story alone is incredible and i urge you to go watch um what was it uh, one giant leap it's the luke longley documentary brilliant and also michael jordan gave them an interview and he contributed to the whole thing but was super interesting because he had nothing good to say about michael jordan and he made it very clear that he was very very far down in the pecking order of a story <laughs> wow dude i mean so it's very interesting because it does it come out come across as a bit salty or because at the end of the day they won three championships like is that salty or was it salty because he wasn't included in the last dance i think it's a bit of tough one i, I think there's a bit of saltiness in there but and they asked honest, jordan yeah but to be honest dude i mean like how many people own sneakers with his name on it yeah yeah yeah, it, like, but a little bit of a mention in ten episodes. They didn't mention this dude. Yeah, that that would piss me off as well. So totally. I mean, fuck. If I was there and they didn't even mention my name, I'd be like, but but guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was hectic. And then the other story is the the one that I was talking to you about a mate that led me onto it was another one on Netflix. So if you got Netflix, go check it out. Is the Malice at the Palace, the untold story. It's the story where the Indiana Pacers, Reggie Miller, um, then you, you've got other players like Ron Artest. He was the catalyst for this whole thing of how a whole stadium erupted. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. So go check that out. I mean, like, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, the, the story's there. The malice yeah. in the palace happened. But go check it out because it's it's a seriously interesting story. Both basketball related, of course. but. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I made a note. I'm going to check that out. Sweet. Really cool. Well, 
in saying that, let's get to the sports update, baby. Yay, sports. Going from sports to sports, because that that's what we do. I mean, I couldn't help but, you know, jump the gun a little bit. At the end of the day, that stuff that we've that we're watching, that's Netflix stuff. That's yeah. things that, you know, that's that's entertainment that we're watching on a daily basis. But on the sports update, that's current. That's what we're talking about right now. This is this is what has happened on the past weekend. So um, interesting sports week indeed. Um, Springboks uh, clinched the the test against uh, the British and Irish Lions. Clinch the Mornays stay the same. That's what they say. Um, my brother, my brother sent me video. Um, <clears throat> well, not me. Sent the family video on WhatsApp of the celebrations when the game was won and uh yeah it was mad fireworks mad everything but like um i almost forgot that the game was happening and then i i saw that it was like i was like what's all this what's all this fireworks for what's going oh okay i guess we won then <laughs> yeah well listen i mean it it it's, it was a rough two weeks let me let me tell you a little story in the sports update why don't you i mean tell me I don't know how many people watch the show and I don't know how many people close to me watch the show, but I'm going to tell you something. So basically, um, I was so amped up and, you know, obviously isolation, this is, I'm, I'm doing my thing until I get my second jab. You know this. Yes. That's why we are not in the same room together, but you, you, you share the same sentiment. So it was an, an agreement vibe. So the, I'm literally two hours away from the big game. I've got everything sorted. I'm I'm so excited. And I get a message from Alex, drummer Atlantic South. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, hey, dude, do you mind if I pop by? And I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm never going to say no to him, right? Because he's he's my bro. And, and um, you know, we we've we've had a long journey we, he lived with me for two years and you know his whole all his family are not living in Cape Town. so if he says uh, can i pop by quick i'm not gonna say no obviously i we kept it tidy kept it outside whatnot um lo and behold he asked me to be his best man at his wedding so i'm i'm very very stoked to <laughs> to to do that and we had a couple of beers very social distance of course to keep safe but uh yeah i'll be doing some uh, planning in terms yeah. of bachelors and I will be doing some uh, writing in terms of speeches. When is, uh, when is the, the last November. day of his current existence going to take place? November? November, sometime in November. I'm not sure of the date. Okay, so you've got a couple of months. That's fine. Yeah, so I mean, I'm stoked for him. Shout out Alex. He's marrying um, a very cool chick, Kay. Um, Demi's cousin. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, the the first, the first three, like the first couple of letters of, I mean, the first words of my speech will be "You're welcome," <laughs> <laughs> because he he met uh, Demi's cousin through. Oh, through obviously okay. Demi There's the context. Me, so I'm gonna be like, um, best man speech. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> There's the context. Cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But anyway, I mean. Yeah, so no no Formula One this weekend, dude. 
No, but there was MotoGP and um, the, the MotoGP is back and Valentino Rossi is a has retired, yeah. times MotoGP champion has announced his retirement. And uh, you don't want to say that it's, you know, it's about time or that it's the right decision because you don't want to see a guy like that leave. But Dude, it's you know, been ages. Old. It's been there for ages. He's riding with other riders that grew up as babies watching him. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like the first the first time they saw a, a guy riding a bike and winning a world champion was Valentino yeah. Rossi. Now they're racing against him. I mean, come on. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's rad and sad for him, but I, I reckon he's super chuffed. So I'm kind of hoping that the little bit of uh, ease of pressure of not being expected to retire or why is he taking a seat now mm -hmm. that it's not on him anymore. That, that would be cool to see if he actually starts, like, you know, doing better than he has been in the last year and a half, which has been quite bad. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I mean, at the end of the day, he's been in the he's been doing this for so long. Um, yeah. He can race. He can race. But five years. Yeah, so at the end of the day, he's not, he's, he's, it's time. Yeah, it's, not, it's not about time, but it's just time. He can retire. He's accomplished everything he needs to accomplish. It's such a dangerous sport as well. Totally, totally. So it's, it's like, yeah, just how like many more not... years do you want to uh, risk your life for? Because, I mean, any split second, I mean, at the end of the day, the older you get, and it's a reality for everyone. The older you, older you get, your reflexes and responses they slow, mm -hmm. they slow down. It's it's biology. <laughs> it's yeah. how it works. I reckon. So, I reckon he was he probably delayed his retirement from last year to this year because he was probably hoping to do a lot better and score more points before he would retire. You know, you don't want to retire as a seven times MotoGP world champion when you're in the back of the field, you know? Yeah, I mean, totally. that's pretty much what's going to happen to Kimi Raikkonen. I reckon it's going to be the same thing. When they come back from the summer break, Raikkonen is probably going to announce his retirement and he's going to be out there at the end of the year. That's what I think is going to happen as well. But it's For not sure. like, oh, shame. I mean, the dude is over 40. It's about time, you know? He's, he's, he's there. Highest but, level. For how long? Him. He was... Also about 20 years. He was 16 when he won his first race, wasn't it? No, he wasn't. He was 21, I think. I think. Yeah, but I mean, he started super yeah, early. When he I started, think I started, just watched the uh, thing when he was like super young, like racing hard. Yeah, but with Rossi, he's still going to be in MotoGP next year, but because his own team, VR46, will be racing in MotoGP next year. It was in Moto3, now it's in Moto2. So next year, VR46, uh, Sky VR46 racing team is going to be in MotoGP and it's his own team. So he's still going to be there, but he's, you know, as a team owner, not a manager yeah. or anything like that, you know. He's, he's, just, he's just the owner of the team. And so he's still going to be there. So his legacy is still going to be there, which is right. I mean, I've seen Yeah, that. for sure. I mean, this is, this is a completely new chapter. It's not the Certainly. end. And this is a new chapter. I mean, he's still going to be... Um, involved in everything he's going to be at every race he's mm. going to be in every interview he's still going to be the the face of the the you know the the, the whole sport for a very the very long time yeah. for sure 
Yeah, but yeah, that's the that's the main thing. But that. But Godspeed. Yeah. I saw I saw um Carolyn oh, post. Man. She's like my my Valentina. Like I wish you the best, and so she's obviously a big fan as well. She's a huge Rossi fan. Huge. She, phone cover. I got her a phone cover for for a birthday. It's a Valentino Rossi phone cover. It's got like the the motif that's on his helmet, the star and the moon, or the sun and the moon with the 46 is on her phone cover. She's got the awesome. 40, she's got a couple of Rossi shirts. There's a nice. couple of Rossi caps in the back there. Nice. She's that's she's Dude, that's awesome. I mean, to have that kind of um like uh support for someone is is real, eh? That's like crazy. That's why that's why and and that's a great um segue to why I'm happy I discovered Luka Doncic at such a young age. Um I just obviously with the help of my friend Duncan from Crack One Open. Yeah. We need to show one of his videos on the on next time we're in studio when we can do videos and all that kind of stuff that yeah. doesn't screw up the stream. Um we need to show a couple of snippets from from his shows because they are cool. He tries a whole bunch of different alcohols but he concentrates on like uh bands like mm -hmm. slayer and iron maiden and and your metallica beer and uh, trooper and all that kind of stuff so crack one open go check that out um he, he's been my nba informant basically to to teach me everything about it because listen i'm still a new fan mm. and you know when when i set my sights on something i get a bit obsessed with it and i'm very glad at this stage of me becoming a huge nba fan i, I discovered a superstar at such a young age that i get to follow for the next 15 16 years yeah it is rad and yeah. when you told me to check out that guy and i found some video clips of him playing I immediately sent back a message to you. Was like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and yeah. also the thing is, he's already made history in many senses of the word. But the latest is that's what brought me to the segue. Is he has just signed a record-breaking two hundred and seven million dollar five-year extension rookie extension with the dallas mavericks and the the reason why it's record-breaking is he's 22 and he's already been selected for an all nba team twice three years into his career which makes him eligible for the maximum and they paid him every cent they could give him shit 207 million what is that in rands my bro I'll what is that, that in rands i'll even? tell you that the dollars to rand Ooh, 207 million okay 207 one two three one two three oh no no gosh. no just go 270 dollars in rands and then you'll be able to tell all right 270 dollars in rands 270 then, million you said no 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 just say 270 dollars in rands yeah. and then we'll get 3986 so it's three billion so he's made three and a half billion rand that can't be real. in five years is that right <laughs> just go 270 dollars 
No, no. Luca Doncic contract. Let's see here. Yeah. But it's two, I can tell you, it's two hundred and seven million, million dollar over contract. five years. Yes. But can can you just go two hundred and seven dollars in rands quickly? I think two thousand fifty six. So it's three and a half billion rand. <laughs> that is insane. In five years, for a twenty two year old, what did what can he do with that money? Wait, check here. Okay, so there is. Uh, okay, we, we don't want dead air. This is podcasting yeah, at the end of the day. Three billion fifty six million. Hundred thousand. Oh yes, fifty six million. Yeah. Rand. Wait, say that again. Three billion f- five hundred and sixty four million six thousand seven hundred and fifty rand. No, no, no. That's not right. That is right. Two hundred and seven million. No, yeah. no, no. It's then. It, Okay, well, then just go. Actually, (laughs) you're confusing the hell out of me, bro. Then go 207 million in rands. Yeah, that is is 207 million. There's one, two, three, four, five, six noughts. That is billion, yeah. It's 3 billion, 56 million, 406,700. That's unbelievable. Holy shit. That's Just what to he's play with. basketball. I hope he doesn't yep. break a leg. Yep. Three billion rand. Three and a half billion rand. Is he? Jeez, but what are the terms of that contract? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm so happy that you're having this experience right now. It is insane because that's how much money these oaks make. Steph Curry makes more than that. LeBron James makes more than that. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's a max rookie extension, not a max max like a Kevin Durant. Fucking hell. Not like a Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not max. Max. Insane, bro. These people are some of the richest people ever, and they just play basketball. It's insane. And some of them aren't even good people. I would, geez, for that, I would have expected Luka Doncic to have won the, the Olympic gold by himself. And then I'd be like, maybe 10% of that I would pay you. But fucking hell. Listen, I messaged you after they lost the semifinal. Yeah. They lost by one point, bro. Yeah, um, one point. They were close. They were close to that gold medal match. But the thing is, he was just burnt out. You can't do everything on your own. Yeah. So that's another That's another thing that um, the Mavericks need to sort out because Kristaps Porzingis is not, is not performing or he hasn't been performing. He's the big, tall, uh, seven for three monster, the unicorn they call him. But anyway, moving on from that, another big news, more big news in sports is um, Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona, going to PSG. Yeah, um, saw that. I'm, I'm not the hugest uh, like football fan. I do follow it to a certain extent, but something of this magnitude needs to be kind of brought up to say he's leaving Barcelona. He was in tears when he left. He said he, he could, he would have taken a 50% pay cut just to stay there. It was, mm. he did everything he needed to do. So if that's the case, move on, go somewhere new because it's obviously not going to work out, uh, on your terms. Yeah, I know. Even dude, at your reduced terms. He's been in Barcelona <clears throat> for as long as I can think of in terms of, him playing 
Yeah. But like I, like you said, I'm not the hugest fan of football, of soccer. Soccer? But I know Andrew O'Leary and Leroy Feltzman from the Verona Wolves. Yes. They are huge footy fans and they are big time Messi fans as well. But yeah, mm. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, is he leaving because Argentina is, is uh, going to arrest him for all the tax evasion and stuff that he did? <laughs> um, or is he just moving to another team? I was kind of hoping that he would be going to jail for his tax because that would be quite a funny. But uh, that would be hilarious, dude. That would be hilarious. But there's far other sh- funny shit to find on the internet than someone very famous getting getting uh, arrested <laughs> for tax evasion. But um, no, I get you. I get you. I mean, geez, it's am- it's amazing what we're um, what we are uh, attracted to. In terms of those things, like we just want to see controversy and danger, and it's—it's. It's, I mean, it's the human mind is is a is a strange thing. It's also um, when someone takes a bath in a billion dollar notes, you know, every day. It's just like, oh, look at all my money. Listen, I kind of want to see them suffer. Dudes are shooting three point shots for three and a half billion rand, bro. What what kind of world are we living in? And then I have I've to got a basketball sh- hoop. Yeah, I make nothing. <laughs> so, fuck y'all <laughs> we're gonna keep this 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 ship rolling man but anyway just to cap off the sports update quick uh, update on the ufc um cyril gone t- took on a derek lewis in houston texas this weekend and put in an absolute masterclass. I mean, the guy is 10, 9 and 0 or 10 and 0. He was 9 and 0 coming in, I think. Mm-hmm. He is now 10 and 0. He is now the interim heavyweight champion. It was a masterclass. I mean, at the end of the day, Derek Lewis has been at the top from the beginning. And um, Cyril Gaon made it look easy. The first French tam- champion. We're looking at a French takeover with. Uh, uh, Francis and Gano coming out of that exact same gym all those years ago, now to become champion, to be facing his former teammate. You couldn't have uh, scripted it uh, better. It's going to be interesting, even though I don't feel like it was the most um, savory thing to do because you obviously got Stipe Miocic, who's considered the consensus heavyweight goat. Um, he's just sitting out there. He's accepted a, a bout against John Jones, which John Jones refused. Mm-hmm. Um, heavyweight's a bit of a mess, but it's it's a it, it's a mess in a good way, to to a certain extent. You, you you branching your entire brand out to France because you're two heavyweights, and they consider the heavyweight champion the baddest man on the planet. They don't give mm-hmm. that moniker to anyone else. So it's it's an interesting one. You all European, oh, and African European, because uh, Francis came from Cameroon digging sand to uh, fighting in a gym in Paris. So both guys coming out of that gym in Paris, it's going to be an interesting one. I don't know when it's going to happen. All I can say is Francis and Garnier has got his hands full, as does Cyril Garn, but Cyril Garn has a better chance. And um, in terms of the UFC and that's pretty much all I've got other than a couple of bum decisions here and there. Uh, Michael Chiesa losing, losing to Vicente Luque. Vicente Luque is doing his business ever since he lost to Stephen Oneboy Thompson. 
and mm-hmm. uh, he's right up there. He's now number five. He beat number five. He was number six, slowly working his way up. He's the only person who hasn't fought Kamaru Usman, and um, I think he's he's either next. No, he's not next. You know what we need to see? We need to see Vicente Luque versus Leon Edwards uh, as a number one contender fight to fight uh, Usman after he takes on Colby Covington. And I say that expecting Kamaru Usman to win. Uh, If it's Colby, if Colby wins that, obviously Kamaru is going to get an immediate rematch. So... That's what we got, folks. Yeah. I mean, that Ghani guy, you also like to, he, he seemed to like the kicks. But uh, Lewis looked kind of like a bit. Uh, Not in Ghanu, Ghan. Yeah, Ghan. He, he, like um, Lewis, he looks like a brute, but also looked a little bit. Uh, Flat footed, you would say? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's his style. One yeah. punch will put you out. He, yeah. he will get beat up for three rounds. Take um, Alexander Volkov, for instance. Yeah. He was getting pieced up for three rounds, and he landed one good punch, and he finished the fight with 10 seconds to go. I yes. mean, it's, it's as simple as that. That's his game plan. He lures you in. You step one foot wrong. He might connect you with one on the jaw, on the money, and, and you're going to sleep. And yeah. unfortunately, with a guy like Cyril Ghan, and I think also with, I mean, he beat Nganu. Let's, uh, let's cast our minds back to when Nganu fought uh, Fort Lewis. But what? the fart. Fart <laughs> um, <laughs> Lewis. The last time he fought Lewis, uh, it was a snooze fest. The guys were gun shy. They didn't, the only reason Derek Lewis won is because he did a little bit more, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> It'll be interesting because, you know, you're only as good as your opponent on the night. And that's my opinion is that your po- opponent could be terrible. There's that beer coming up. Yeah. Coming up again. It's actually made my throat a bit dry. Yeah. Did, can can we re- reduce points after, after beer of the week? No, no, no. We can't do that. No, it's um, against the rules, Art. Shit. It's against the rules. So yeah, but geez, that that beer does repeat on you, hey? It does, man. It does. Um, but yeah, so it's it's going to be an interesting time for the uh, for the UFC heavyweight division. Um, lots of exciting stuff to come up. I mean, your next week's going to be insane, bro. I mean, we we're looking forward to some great fights, all that kind of stuff. I don't want to flood your ear holes with with all the UFC updates. Mm. Um. So I'm going to ask Mr. Art Pereira, our producer extraordinaire, the man who runs this shit. What has been raging you, my friend? This is outrageous. God damn, I hate it. What's happening? What has been raging with you? So the way this works, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, are, have cared to stay um, <laughs> this late in the show, um, what we do is we have a list of things that really piss art off um, for this for for this segment outrageous. So I'm going to pick a number between one and seventy-two. I don't know if it's 72 seventy-seven is, now. Seventy-seven. Yeah. So you know what I'm going to do is just for being for shits and giggles, I'm going to take seventy-seven. You know why? Why? In honor of number seventy-seven, oh. Luka Doncic who has just signed his multi 
His three and a half billion rand contract for over the next five years. His number is 77 for the Dallas Mavericks as well as Slovenia. What have you got for 77? Autocorrect and swipe typing. <laughs> you actually messaged me that the other day when you're like, fuck, autocorrect. I need it. Is that added to my list? <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, I think I want to add this to my list. I added it to my list. <laughs> yeah. Autocorrect can be a bitch for yeah, sure. Because it's like, I don't know. Um, and autocorrect is a, is a great and wonderful thing. But sometimes it forces you to only notice the error after you've sent it. <laughs> so you go like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're so like, oh, I've got to fix it. Then you type and you send. And then it's the same thing. And you go back again and you type and you send. And it's a different word. And you go, fucking hell. And then you've got to go all caps to prevent it from happening. And then you go, that, that, start doing like what my dad says. I typed it with one finger. Poof, poof, poof. Like that. Fuck, I hate it, man. And yeah, swipe no, no, typing. Dude, I'm an you. You, you, you remember when... There, there used to be days where you could actually go into your, and I don't know why, I, I think you can do it now, I'm not sure, yeah. where you could actually go into your settings and actually add words physically. Yes. Can you yes. still do that on Android phones? Uh, yes, Maybe I, it was iPhone that did that. Yeah, uh, you can. It's called adding to your library. Uh, but like the, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's often, there's many pranks that people have done that they've, inputted like when you when you swipe type something like hello and then it shows there then then you can go in and say when you want to say hello hello auto corrected to something else so they would say like it's like instead of saying hello it'd be like come to my house i want to like come to my house for netflix and chill kind of thing <laughs> yeah, so then yeah. they type and say hello and send it as it comes to my house it's like, no that's not what i mean it's like loads of stuff like that which people do yeah totally but like no, I've, got, listen. I've got swipe typing so i don't tap but you know, yeah so tell me about swipe typing because you know who's the biggest swipe typer is that is that when you get that thing and like if you go say if my name's gareth and you go g-a-r-e-t-h so you go so like yeah now i've got it you know who's the biggest swipe typer rick shields yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. There you go. That's right. Yeah, that's, I mean, I use that because like, you know, typing, my thumb gets sore, you know, so I just swipe it. But that often brings up a lot more autocorrect issues. That's why I stopped typing. using it. I thought it was yeah. cool in the beginning. Maybe I'm going to try try that again and give it a bash because I'm I'm not hating. No, I'm not I, hating I, at all. I, I've been using it. I mean, the first time I had it was when I had a Microsoft phone. Um, yeah, Windows Phone, and that came with it like standard. I was like, "This is amazing!" And I learned that, and it was right, and it was a good keyboard. And then like I got an Android phone, and then I was like, "Okay." Then they put that on, and then I got an iPhone that didn't have it, so I added in a keyboard that did do it, and then that was a bit buggy. And then Apple has released it with, so now I just keep it on that, and then you can go between the two. It's right. It's just like we often with with uh, Anna and Carolyn, we often play swipe type text games. So like you don't look at your phone. And you're like, I'm going to message you. So I just like, actually, I'm going to do it to you now. Grab your phone. Okay. My, <laughs> so, uh, my phone's in my pocket. Uh, so I, I go like this. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to swipe randomly okay. without looking and then okay. see what pops up. Okay. okay. And I'm going to send. Tell, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Diarrhea directed Duke haircut. <laughs> I love it. So oh, like that's so good, dude. Do that for wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do it back to you. Fuck okay. You. I'm going to do this it as well. <laughs> the swipe oh, wait, type text game. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So it works. I just wanted to check it, sir. So. Yeah. <laughs> for all the listeners, he's swipe typing on his phone and sending me, okay. <laughs> Far-fetched V Iridium V Uruguay V Tuto. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like he's, your dictionary is just full of sports stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uruguay. Go Uruguay. <laughs> did I type Uruguay? Anyway, uh, that's hilarious, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> but listen, I forgot to say, say one thing uh, to you earlier in terms of... Uh, what, I, what I've been doing this week. You know, when I said I was being super productive and all that shit? Yeah. Dude, you must see how the studio is looking. I also went, I don't know if you noticed, I got new pots for the plants. I this see that. This is one here. Um, I've got two in the front. I bought a brand new plant, so they flank and they it's all like uh, symmetrical and shit. I've got a new plant here on the, on the desk for when we, uh, on the coffee table for when we have guests. Bro, plants galore. I'm dream I'm breathing all the oxygen. It's gonna be like Jurassic Park there. Awesome. Dude, it's so cool. <laughs> I'm having I'm having the blast. Like it's 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 another thing. It's like, you know, you're getting old when you get excited to go to Stodles. <laughs> like, what is happening in my life that I need to go to Stodles? And you know what? I haven't cut my hair in forever. And we all know that I like I have a little bit of a like I'm very self conscious of my hair and mm -hmm. I like to you know and my mom and I haven't had a haircut in forever and I was just laying over the front of my face. She's like, you know, your hair's looking so good. It's not so short. <laughs> I was like, I keep it short because I don't want to look bald. She's like, no, you look less bald. So now I'm in a conundrum. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep it like this for a bit. See if it grows out a little longer. I'm loving my little uh, progress with the beard. The beard's getting nice and long. It is what it is. And then, you know what? My beard has grown in two weeks this much. Look how you look after like two weeks. I it's ridiculous. It, it looks better on camera. Up close, it just looks like pubish. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, you, you, it's fit. I mean, you've got that porro blood in you, right? Yeah, you got that you port, port, do this. Portuguese rattlesnake. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, dude, um, I will always deal with the with the minimal shit that I've got. I will work with it. But it's been a great episode. It it's has been, been great. Um, lots. I mean, shit. We we talked about everything. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't even get to the. I mean, we'll have to talk about this next week as I've started my fourth borderlands career um <laughs> borderlands Shit. 3 borderlands fourth 1 one. borderlands 2 and borderlands the pre-sequel this is the fourth one we'll talk about that next week we're going to talk about all about the games next week because i need to get back to some nba 2k21 i'm killing it in my career right now um i'm looking forward to to next week who knows who we're gonna get next week hopefully we can get brian mckay i don't know the the time difference mm -hmm. i'm still waiting to hear when a good time for is to for him to to um sit down with us 
But at the end of the day, we've got Dream Demon to look forward to next week, Monday or Tuesday. Monday, look out yeah. for that episode on Papa G's house um, on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Please, guys, it does us a world of good if you subscribe. We want to get to that 1,000. Uh, 1,000. Let's get to 1,000. Get to 1,000 subscribers. Help us out. You got to do that by liking the video. You got to do that by, by by commenting on 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 the video as well. Like comments, and you know what? Share it with your friends. I'm sure we all have the same banter to a certain extent. So if you really enjoy the show and 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 you want to keep it to yourself, don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> Send it to your friends, and and I'm hopefully they'll enjoy it. Also. You know, when we do this live, I know we've been a bit quiet in terms of the live chat. Remember, there is a live chat. Get into the live chat. We we love talking to you um, and, and feeding off your energy and all that kind of shit. So it's going to be cool going forward. Mixed bag interviews, live shows. Can't wait. But from myself and Art, this is Papa Jesus, episode 97, 77. I'm Luka Jodjic, baby. <laughs> um, this is Papa Jesus, episode 97, baby. Till then, we say peace. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! <laughs>